Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Carl Mollison, founder and director of the Get Wisdom Project. And this week, we're going to be talking about real superheroes, at least in our impression. Uh, We talked last week quite a bit about angels, and today we're going to highlight the best and worst about the angelic realm. Welcome, Carl. Thank you, Brian, and uh, welcome everyone listening. This is a subject that um, everyone has heard about. Not all believe any longer that there is a reality to this. But I assure you, it is very much true, and it's actually an example of divine wisdom in action, that coming down into a physical existence that's fragile, in order to learn about negativity and challenges of all kinds, including fate, creator's wisdom created this angelic realm to be a bridge between God and us. And it serves us in many, many, many ways. And there's rules of the road, though, in interaction. So we're going to get into that today and talk about some of the the good and the bad that have happened through the uh, issue of free will and so forth. Well, let's get right into it. You asked Creator, do angels have an immortal soul like humans, but simply don't reincarnate like humans and suffer the experience of starting over as helpless infants with no memory of their true origin and past experience? All right, and as a channeler reaching out to the divine realm, and I actually started out channeling angels and then moved on to creator of all that is, uh, it's it's quite rewarding to be able to get verbatim a divine perspective like this. So here's what creator says about this issue. Do they have an immortal soul like humans and reincarnate like humans and suffer like humans starting out helpless like we do in each lifetime. Creator says this is very much the case, that they have an immortal soul and they were created and have persisted over a vast span of time. In this respect, they are like human old souls, but have the benefit of an awareness of all that has happened through their vast history and are not moving in between planes where they are at times at a level where they cannot recall their origin or their past experience base as happens with humans when they incarnate as physical beings. This creates huge disadvantages for the human, but is not true for the angelics who have accumulated tremendous knowledge and skill in interacting with all kinds of life forms as well as other forms of consciousness involving the physical aspects of Earth environment and other worlds. They are adept in many ways with many duties and are a tremendous resource and assistance to Creator because of their skill and sophistication. They can be relied on to implement divine principles without fail and to minister to all in need. They still must obey the rules of engagement to not bail out humans who create problems for themselves without due consideration for their free will right to cause problems and even destroy themselves. But when there is any outreach to the divine, angels are often the instrument answering the call. 
to right the wrongs, to rebalance things, to bring healing and assistance of all kinds, depending on what is taking place and what might be needed to preserve life or restore balance. They are the best friend of divine human because their very existence was intended to be an aid and a source of divine help for all life forms and especially for the human beings with the extra challenges they have. Yes, angels indeed are our friends. I, uh, it, it makes sense to me that if you can believe in a creator, that you can you know, readily believe in the angelic realm as well. It seems that disbelief encompasses both or includes both. Well, that's ideal. If you're going to be consistent, be consistent and understand the depth and breadth of the divine realm, as well as being a human being and all that entails. So in for a penny and for a pound, perhaps, would, would apply here also. Sometimes people go a little too far in looking to angels solely as a source of assistance. You can uh, narrow your possible benefits in doing that. And we've taught a number of times about that. It may come up today. A lot of people pray to angels. There's nothing wrong with that. But creator suggests include God in it too. Include creator along with your prayer. And that way you have the full benefit of the whole spirit team. Absolutely. Carl, you asked creator, have angels existed for eons and thus have both extensive experience and wisdom? And Creator answers, this is very much the case. They were created prior to the existence of the current physical universe. So their experience base and reach are vast indeed. They have followed the new unfolding of life across the universe and have been seeing it firsthand. Many, many situations of all kinds where organisms were in competition in ways to create difficulty and to sort out how to reconcile things and be of assistance at times when things became too far out of alignment and divine help was needed or requested. They are quite superb at this and serve all kinds of functions to assist with inspiration, to assist with guidance and support directly and indirectly, including physical interventions in the earth world at times to rescue people in danger or to make something happen to bring about a change that has been prayed for, or to restore balance as part of healing underway. There can be influence on individuals to help another indirectly. There are many ways the angelics can manipulate things by changing things in the environment and other creatures to bring relief for a human being pestered or endangered or to rescue animals at times who are struggling and suffering in some way and are unable to take care of this on their own, just like humans endangered by accident or other mishap. Animals, too, will suffer and need divine assistance at times to get by. It is the angelics in large measure who see to this, often with the awareness and direction of Creator initiating their answering the call, so to speak. But they do many things at their own discretion, primarily when tasked with a particular duty to provide oversight for a particular individual or situation in the manner of standing guard. And this is true of the guardians in particular, who will stay close to their charge to be at the ready and assist when needed. So in a very genuine way, angels are like the hidden hand behind the scenes that are 
keeping things kind of humming along. You know, they, they, there's a, we learned through this project that there's all kinds of interventions going on every day. People have no idea. Yes, yes. There are angelic rescues that are almost like a dime a dozen and largely unappreciated, except when it just kind of catches one's attention that, wait, that couldn't have happened. You know, this is a little too unlikely to be a just-in-time sort of uh, solution appearing right. out of nowhere. But I can see why some people would have trouble with it because they say, well, if there's all these interventions happening to prevent tragedies and problems of all kinds, how come we still have problems and tragedies? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, well, we talk about that at length as well, and that, that could get us off on a wild tangent. It but, can indeed. <laughs> but the, the, the idea is... Everything in the universe is designed to work around the principle of balance and harmony. Yes. And so this is a proving ground, a testing ground, a learning place for us in how to navigate when things can go wrong. And when we have free will to muck it up, free will to even disbelieve in the divine and get assistance. And then we're on our own. I'd rather have the angels at my side, frankly. Well, I do too, and let's let's explore that some more. Under what circumstances can angels manifest in human form? Is that common in carrying out rescues to prevent untimely death of humans? Creator answers, this is actually quite common. It is often the case that a physical agent is required to create a divine intervention that happens without appearing to be supernatural, which is in keeping with the rules of engagement to not create an impressive divine display that will compel people to believe and will interfere with free choice. Part of the challenge of the current life experience for humanity is that of maintaining faith under conditions of a quite severe disconnection from the divine and awareness of the divine realm and existence of creator as a certainty Few have anything close to an ongoing communion with Creator, so they know with certainty that the Almighty is very much a real presence continually for everyone. The doubt present among all humans a considerable percentage of the time is an extreme test of faith and is one of the paradoxical advantages of the exercise in play. There's nothing like an acid test to temper one's experience and learning through challenge and adversity that toughens an individual and forces them to grow new muscles, to cope better, or even survive. There will be seen in the future by all the great benefit to the exercise all are undergoing in coming from behind, having a tenuous link to the divine realm to sustain faith, and to be in so diminished a form and subject to the frailties and suffering of physical human existence, where there are so many ways to become impaired or to die before one's time, and so few certainties to guide human conduct towards what is truly highest and best, with so many voices, so many perspectives, so many sources of corruption to second-guess and question and conflict with cherished notions of the past. There are many trials and tribulations that test the resolve and the resiliency and inner strength and the character of all taking part. The angelics help preserve the link and support people with all they do 
and can be a source of direct inspiration and healing assistance many times during the course of life and are a great blessing because of the extreme challenges facing human. I think that what people have a lot of trouble with is why a divine creator would go to so much trouble to build such a complex system with all these helpers keeping things at a balance and yet hide behind the scenes so we can't see them. It makes sense to you and me, but I know a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, well, this is probably the hardest thing, and and it itself is a test of faith. This is what it means to have a test of faith. It's when God appears absent. God is distant. God is unapproachable. God is unknowable. That's tough to cultivate belief under those circumstances, but that's the test we're in. That's that's the bottom yeah, line right and, there. And it's consonant totally and in alignment with the idea of free will, where yes. God isn't obvious. You've got to create a belief in it. You can choose to disbelieve, and many do. That is true free will in action, and that is the consequence of this tremendous gift that God does not impose anything on us. Yes. So God brings us what we want at times, if we believe. It brings us maybe what we wouldn't want, but we create for ourselves. If we get into trouble and make mistakes, that's, that's a, a, an elegant system, the law of karma, that sees to that. And it forces a rebalancing, and it's not God judging and punishing. It's ourselves who do it. We create the mess, and then we find ourselves in the soup. And thankfully, we have some friends that can help us out of that Absolutely. mess once in a while. How frequently do angels incarnate to live a life as a physical human, and for what purposes, you ask, Creator? Yeah, this is rather interesting. Creator tells us, this is Creator's words, This is more common than you might think, although it is not a significant percentage, being in the neighborhood of 1 in 1,000. That is still a lot of angels walking around as human beings. The reason for this is the dire circumstances humanity is facing. The fact that humans at this point are truly coming from behind And with the huge karmic backlog faced by the average person, it is harder than ever for the divine realm to have an impact on things and enlist people to serve the light through inner inspiration as reminders of their life purpose, prior doings, and destiny as a light bringer. Many become sidelined and never participate in a meaningful way to improve things while they're here. And in effect, it is a somewhat wasted opportunity. There needs to be a sizable body of humans working on the same goal, in alignment and mindful of the task at hand. The current human condition is not allowing that to happen readily. This is the hill you're climbing. We will continue to help and support you, but this is a major aspect of what is going on right now and will govern the fate of humanity in the end. Anything that can help is a bonus. And so we are essentially allowing what we consider a very sizable angelic complement to infiltrate the human community as helpers and healers to give that much extra support. So people have someone they can count on in their corner who will be dedicated to them and work on their behalf and will be tapped in enough to know what is needed to happen to benefit their target human. And it is always very much a blessing because the relationship, whether as caretaker, friend, 
mentor or silent healer will be pivotal in moving the person forward. So this is quite a, an amazing revelation, but this is literally true. And I've actually had clients who had an angelic in their life. Mm. I first stumbled on this doing intuitive exploration of a client who raved about this priest who had helped her out. And I did some checking intuitively and then some channeling and learned this priest was actually an incarnate angel. Wow. <laughs> and it changed her life. She, it, The priest was there for her during many tough times and mentored her and coached her along. And it was a tremendous, tremendous blessing. Wow. I do wonder, we know that angels sometimes pop in, literally materialize to engage in a rescue, and then the person goes to thank them and turn around and they're gone. Yes. But you're talking about also incarnated angels. You know, That's right. Souls, That's souls right. that are actually born into a body and, and live an entire human life here. Yes. And you can imagine what that can mean for someone to have an angel literally in their life as uh, a physical entity, maybe a best friend. Or a beloved aunt or uncle or a grandparent who sees to them and comforts them and nurtures them when maybe they didn't get it from their 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 parents uh, or have no family. And then someone comes along who takes them in and helps them in many, many ways. There's a lot of variations, and I'm sure there's tremendous stories to tell about all of that. I can well imagine, especially if there's as many as one in a thousand. That's actually a tremendous number. Yeah, it's, it's really quite amazing. And uh, there's there's many examples of angelic rescues. Maybe we'll talk about this in our, our next segment. Indeed. Uh, our next segment, we're going to talk about what happens when angels are tempted by the darkness as well. Uh, be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. Uh, check out our healing services. You can find them on our menu bar if you go to GetWisdom.com. And you can engage... Uh, Carl, as well as other practitioners, to uh, to do healing work on your behalf. Uh, you can learn about uh, the Lightwork Healing Protocol and perhaps sign up for that to take the training. Uh, you can learn more about that by checking out uh, getwisdom.com slash LHP. And yes, Carl, I did make sure these links work now so people can get a hold of that information. You can also get our prayer book, uh, getwisdom.com slash prayer, and getwisdom.com slash creator to download the uh, Creator Speaks ebook as well. And on our and on our website, getwisdom.com, we have a database of channeled information that's searchable by keyword. So you could go in and search for angel or archangel and see all the different times this has come up in channelings we've done with Creator about all sorts of issues regarding life and human doings and the institutions we deal with in our lives and on and on and on. So uh, there's many resources that we are creating and building as well as interviewing beings in the light who have come and gone. And uh, maybe it would be fun to talk to an angel who had come down as an incarnated human and kind of get an inside look at uh, what they went through, what the experience was like for them. I'll have to put Indeed. that on the list of uh, <laughs> things to do. Well, I think we're at a break, so we'll be back right after this. Be 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment. We are talking about angels yet again because it's a huge topic. Uh, Carl, are the angel rescue stories in the book Where Angels Talk, is, is that all true? Yeah, I wanted to actually plug this book because it's about angels and it's about angelic rescues that have been recorded and told to others, a series of stories, anecdotes from real life. And I did vet this with Creator and asked about this book, Where Angels Walk by Joan Wester Anderson. It's an older book now, but you can still get it on Amazon. There's a newer supplement that has been written by her and added as another book. And uh, it's it's quite nice. And I have a fondness because this was one of the things I encountered on my spiritual awakening. I visit my mother in Florida from time to time. And one time I was down there waiting for the elevator and happened to look in the laundry room, which is next to it. I'd never gone in there before. I only go down for a few days. I never do laundry while I'm down there. But for some reason, I was just, you know, curious, wanted to see what it looked like. And I saw this book sitting there on one of the machines. I thought, oh, somebody forgot their book. I'd better turn it in. And so I picked it up and I took it down, handed it to my mother. And I said, you know, I found this in your laundry room. And she said, oh, well, that's yours. I said, what do you mean? Well, we have this policy that when we're done with a book and we want to pass it on, we just leave it in the laundry room. And then it's free for the taking for anyone who has an interest. Wow. And (laughs) it was this book, Where Angels Walk. And I 
sat down with it. I opened the book, and there was an angelic rescue that had taken place in my hometown. That's the page I turned to. This is how the divine realm works. Yeah. This is know? just coincidence, but, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's a nice it's a nice thing because these these events are real. Indeed. Well, okay. let's get on to a little darker topic. A U.S. creator. Since archangels have been mentioned in a positive context, are all angels and archangels light beings, or are there not so good ones? Also, is the myth of the fallen ones true? Lucifer turning away from the source and causing havoc down on earth? And why are angels in some parts of the Bible described as dangerous beings? By the way, I'm talking about real angels and their characteristics, not imposters that pretend to be angels. And this is creator's answer. We applaud the questioner for their intelligence in discerning the disparities. And these questions are quite important and quite central to the dilemma of humanity. The major source of negativity in human realm is caused by the fallen angels. The story as described in the Bible is fairly accurate. There was a being named Lucifer and the leader of the departing fallen. And the dilemma that was created by the decision to turn away has created a huge negative karma for all of these angels. So they are an angelic cohort in origin but are not an angelic cohort in terms of their current behavior and function. They have given up any claim to divinity by choosing this dark path. This is a temporary state of affairs, quite akin to someone who in the physical becomes a serial killer because of distortions within the mind and perhaps external manipulation, but who nevertheless is off their spiritual path. Eventually, they will find their way back. The fallen angels have the greatest distance to go because they come from the loftiest of heights and turned away and have been out of touch and out of true connection for such a long time and now fear the light. It will be very difficult for their return. This is a project that is ongoing. Your channel is contributing, in fact, to the rescue of many fallen angelics. This is very worth doing because it, in a sense, is cleaning up the environment, removing evil influence that will plague humanity until the ship is righted. The contest of dark and light proceeds through them. They are the source of all corruption, both by humans and negative extraterrestrials, who are also prone to harboring negative spirit attachments, undermining their morality. This is yet another example of the poor advice given in recommending people not go to the light or engage with light beings. These individual beings now fear the light themselves, and this false information is spread among them. They fear the light, they are told, and have come to believe if they return to the light, they will be destroyed. This is a false notion because they will be loved and forgiven as they are currently loved, but do not perceive this, nor would they believe it at the moment. The descriptions in the Bible that have negative connotations regarding angel beings are in part the recognition of the fallen angels and also some disinformation that has crept into the scriptures in order to tar the light and tar anything connected to the light. This perspective and contest has been going on for so long, there are many corruptions of sacred works, 
And the intention is to sow discord and disinformation and to create confusion. This is the challenge for humans to disentangle all of this and make your way with conviction and with inner passion and love and have a good feel for who is your friend and who may not be. You can always count on the true light bringers. The task at hand is discriminating who is a true light bringer and who may be an imposter, as there are many false voices, many false prophets, many false channelings, many false psychic mediums and intuitive counselors who are themselves entrained and corrupted by dark beings of all kinds. They can often talk a good game, so to speak, and have a command of divine principles they can recite, which they have learned from us, but which they do not wish to support, but to entice the unwary to put faith and trust in them. And eventually something will happen to cause them trouble, for the formation of a friendship with a dark being will never end well. This is a challenge for all, and we are here as a source of encouragement, first of all, and are giving you a clear picture of the challenges. This is the learning opportunity for humanity to deal with the most, desi- most dire of circumstances when coming in disconnected from us, disconnected from awareness of your past, and having to relearn and embrace belief in a divine source and divine power in the face of many naysayers in the face of your own challenges, the experiencing of lack, the facing on a daily basis, the great negativity that abounds in the earth at the moment. This is a formidable challenge and it is the test of humans to see will they make the grade, so to speak. Can they surmount the negativity and stay true to their light origins? The light is winning in this contest, but it is slow to be sure and frustrating for many. There's nothing more frustrating than finding the truth and the great secrets, but then not having the power to turn your life into a paradise just yet. The paradise on earth comes to those who awaken to the reality they are loved by a loving creator and will be supported and encouraged and can ask for many blessings. This is a kind of paradise each can have if they open their hearts to us. Dark message, but a, a heartening ending to it. It's, it's very, very refreshing. Uh, you ask creators, since each angel is created with a particular job or mission in mind, when that angel quits or falls, does creator replace that angel with a new one? Are new angels being created as we speak? All right, and creator answers. There has been creation of new angelics, but this was done long, long ago with the attrition in numbers represented by the fall itself. While the fallen ones had not disappeared, they were nonetheless not only unable to continue with their prior duties, but became a threat in their own right and a burden to the other angelics who were called upon more and more to counter their negativity and effects on beings they manipulated. So this was dealt with long ago by readjusting things and indeed creating new angelic replacements to maintain the quorum needed to care for the universe in a planful and deliberate way. There is a process for taking care of such needs, and this may well happen as the universe continues its its expansion, with more and more beings of all kinds coming online to be launched into new worlds. This too will happen once the humans ascend, 
as they will be spreading throughout the universe and fostering creation of new worlds of their design, all of which will need angelic support and large numbers to do so. This will be fully supported by Creator. This does not mean to say the new worlds will only get raw beginners. This has been anticipated, and in fact, there is an increased angelic presence poised and waiting to assist fully with that eventuality. If there is no ascension, this will slow things down. But the relaunch of humans back through the same track as the prior attempts will continue to burden the angelic realm heavily. And the angels who are newer arrivals will continue learning all through the subsequent learning phase for the new round of divine human. So there is a plan in place to deal with any contingency here. You know, it's an amazing message, especially this last paragraph. Basically what Creator's saying here, and correct me if I'm wrong, that we are creators in training, essentially, and that the, the angels are here to act as teaching assistants, essentially, to help us help us along. Creators are our teacher, of course, but we're being taught to become future creators, essentially. It's an amazing well, message. We have a divine role to play because we are of the divine in a very high-level sense. You don't appreciate it seeing us as an animal running around with animal characteristics and in an animal body. It's essentially what we are. And it, it sort of minimizes the fact we come from this lofty origin. And as a light being, when we are in between incarnations, we have vaster, greater capability than we can manifest as a human. Our future destiny is to return to more like that mode and to help other worlds. But we've got to overcome this obstacle, the fallen angelic negativity and corruption. That is our challenge. And so in this message we were given of upliftment is the warning that it's not certain that we will ascend to greater and greater capability we may fall backwards and be decimated and destroyed as a physical race of beings. Right. And that's the potential. And the, so that would start the clock over again. I, for one, don't want to have to go through seeing humanity come up from the, 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 the mire and deal with slavery and, and evil oppressors and all the wars and all of that to relearn those same lessons. Well, I guess we're still in the process of learning them. Um, There have been, we've been told, many attempts at the Divine Human Project, you know, through the past, and that we're as close as this project has ever come to succeeding. So that's wonderful news, but we can't be complacent about that, and we have a lot of work to do to make sure we get across the finish line. Well, and, and the thing that motivates us at Get Wisdom is the understanding and awareness directly from Creator that not only is it up to us to make this happen, but we personally have to spread the word about the healing tool we've been given to do the job with. Yes. A simple, vague prayer, you know, God help us to love one another and bring peace to the world is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I recommend everyone do that. But it's not powerful and specific enough 
to get the higher level intervention that is truly needed to deal with a scourge like the fallen angelics. There needs to be a whole series of specific entreaties, very specific requests to deal with this menace. And that is part of our Lightworker Healing Protocol. The first steps in it are designed to deal with spirit incursion, spirit attacks, spirit possession. That's job one, because people can't be fully their own person when they've got another consciousness on board, corrupting their thoughts and a deep level of the mind. That's how they operate. So the, the solution has been handed to us, but very few people know about this yet. Yes, that's true. You know, we've learned through this project that prayer is really a, a means of intention shaping, you know, they were, sh- we're, we're shaping our intent to uh, to ask for a specific purpose, ask for specific intervention, to ask for specific healing. And it's the specifics that make the intention all the more powerful because otherwise it's diluted, yeah. as, as you were saying. Right. And th- the best discussion about this, I think, is available to people in our prayer download. Creator teaches how to empower prayer. It's free. You can get it on our website, and it will explain why this is up to us and how best to go about it, and it includes some recommended prayers, and it talks about the ins and outs of prayer and why so many prayers are disempowering rather than empowering. They miss the point. They're, They're a weak request. They're focusing on worshiping, worshiping the Lord, which is fine. But it's not getting anything for you when, in fact, you can be getting things for you. And the, the more intelligence and knowledge that you put into a prayer request, the more the divine can do. They have to follow our lead. So yeah. if we give a vague prayer request, they can do a little bit around the edges, you know, maybe to pat us on the back. You know, spiff things up for a little while, but the deep kinds of healing that are needed here won't happen. They just won't because we haven't learned yet how to get all the juice out of the orange. And especially if you say part of your prayer, like, Lord, I'm not worthy. <laughs> the, the, the response is going to be, well, okay, <laughs> you're not yes. worthy. All right. You, you said it. <laughs> well, that's an example of how prayer itself has become corrupted through false teachings. Yes. I mean, it's it's. Divine to be humble, but not to be disempowered. There's yes. a difference. So you can learn about this, and and it's mm-hmm. from Creator's teachings. So yes, be sure to get valid. that book. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, be sure to get that book at uh, getwisdom.com/prayer. Getwisdom.com/prayer, and that that ebook will be right there on your device, ready to go. Uh, coming up in the next segment, we've got uh, more talk on angels. Check us out at getwisdom.com. Uh, Check out our healing services. Check out uh, all of our downloads. And we'll be back right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions 
Get a free download from the creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Mental illness affects more people than you might think. Now there's a program that showcases support resources, how many people in our society view mental illness, and how the culture surrounding it is changing. Listen for We Are Hope with co-founder and host Sean Perry. Mental health is being seen as a public health crisis, and we want to help, support, and listen. You'll hear the discussions and conversations that need to happen. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the last segment of Get Wisdom. We're talking about the reality of angels among us, when it's bad as well as good. Carl, we also have a problem with physical extraterrestrials interfering with our world. We've asked Creator about whether they have angelic help, even though they are our perpetrators. Yes, and isn't this weird? And here we go, uh, making ourselves look even more bizarre than some might see a believer in God these days from the secular movement. Uh, But uh, this is a reality, and there is a lot of suppression of the truth and suppression of people's thoughts even to make them sort of have a negative reaction to even this topic of extraterrestrials. So be careful to not have a knee-jerk reaction here. Give yourself the benefit of being open to information and then sort it out. See what you think. U.S. Creator, do the atheist extraterrestrial Anunnaki, Arcturians, and Reptilians have guardian angels to protect them? And do they have additional angelic support like humans or... Does their lack of belief limit this? And this is quite interesting. Here's what Creator says about this. They are without divine support at this time. This has happened through their own choosing, in effect, by leading lives of depravity and immoral conduct, through exploiting others and causing enormous harm and suffering to all they encounter. This is an example of the slippery slope made possible through free will when one becomes too selfish and self-serving with no regard for others and becomes so corrupt they lose the ability to love. They erode their connection to the divine and the divine realm is further and further distanced and unable to help them. This is what led to the fallen angelics being cut off from divine assistance. Their contamination of the physical extraterrestrials in your realm has sent them on a similar path. 
their corruption has dragged them down to the point where there is less and less divine realm can do for them. They still have the benefit of life support, but not much beyond that, unless there is a momentary easing or changing of heart, which may receive divine amplification to reward a positive impulse, but this happens less and less. They are on a path to oblivion, and this is a cautionary tale for human as well, given their high level of corruption. Cautionary tale indeed. Um a lot of people think that because the extraterrestrials are so powerful and have such you know vast capabilities that they must have resolved the social dilemma, the dilemma of love and, and well-being. And that's clearly not the case that we're being told here. Yeah, and you can see that trend in human society that after tens of thousands of years, we still don't get along with one another. So this is not easy no. in, a, in a world of disconnection from divine awareness to walk on a spiritual path and maintain that because it does require discipline. It requires some self-sacrifice to share and to consider others' feelings and so on. So this is very striking and very, very sad. Yes. Um, U.S. Creator, can the fallen angels lose their souls and disintegrate into space dust to be recycled if they don't return to the light. What are the odds this will happen? This is a question one of our uh, uh, one of our subscribers asked, and here's Creator's answer. This is an apt description of the potential for their demise, and you've been told this before in the descriptions of soul recycling which is the ultimate form of healing for those beings reaching such an extreme point of deprivation, their suffering is too intense to bear. And they're so far away from working their way back up that it is in their best interest to terminate the suffering, even at the loss of their existence. So this need not happen and will not happen with the current plan envisioned. What we see is the possibility of healing for all with humans leading the way. This will turn things around and will benefit all beings involved, but must be chosen by the divine human for this to happen. That is a major requirement. (laughs) That We're told that it's up to us to make this happen and people might wonder, what is the purpose of life? What's the purpose of coming down here and being disconnected from Creator? And it's to learn wisdom, and, and being granted that wisdom, we're also granted the power to turn this thing around because Creator won't do it without us asking for it. Yeah, yeah, we've we've sort of been party to this mess by being complacent, by tolerating things we shouldn't, and by being corrupted and being a little too weak to resist that corruption. It's a tough test of us. It's a tough challenge. It's hard to be divine in this environment. But we have the keys to the kingdom, literally, in being able to heal the negative interlopers, all of them, raise them up, have them raised up, really, not by us, but by creator, at our requesting. And that's what our protocol does, is it asks for healing for all including the perpetrators, and especially them. But they are a scourge, and we've asked a uh, creator, what precautions can people take to protect themselves from dark spirits? 
All right, and this is what Creator says about that. The first thing we would say is to be sure that you are free and clear of such influences and to have yourself cleansed of all sources of inner negativity which are not your energy and consciousness. There are many potential influencers of this kind. Many types of spirits are parasites and will infect you. Also, many extraterrestrials desire to manipulate a significant percentage of human beings directly through altering them, controlling them, and carrying out manipulations of their physical being as well as the mind. You can receive divine help for all of this, but it must be actively requested. Staying safe presumes a divine partnership because that is your only true defense. When you decide to put up energy to keep out something unwanted, it will only do so if it has divine firepower behind it. If it is solely your energy, it might dissuade some weak, low-level beings, but will not be powerful enough to contend with high-level sources of negativity, including high-level curse energy and the effects of dark spirits and extraterrestrial technologies and manipulation directly. There are some weaker assailants who you can parry, but there are enough highly adept practitioners of the dark arts who are a force to reckon with. We say this not to add fear and doubt, but simply to point out the current state of affairs. This is simply another reason to do things in partnership with the divine. Why do something alone when you can enlist friends to give you a hand? It is only logical, and it will also increase your safety and success. Indeed, it, it's it's hard to heal fallen angelics if you're a victim of them. So first, yes. first order of businesses get uh, get the protection you need, and then you can enlist even more help and turn things around for them. So that's that's a very powerful message. Absolutely. What is the ratio of good to fallen angels in the universe? Ten to one, hundred to one, million to one. Okay, finally, a little relief on the horizon. This is what Creator says. (laughs) The ratio is well over one million to one. This is a nice way of thinking of things to promote some optimism. No human need to feel things are hopeless, ever. For any size problem, there is a right-sized divine solution. The only question for human is whether they have the awareness and will to summon the solution forth. That is all that needs to be decided for the ultimate destiny of humanity as a whole. When people band together in prayer, requesting divine assistance, that is when most miracles happen. This is a particularly interesting question because I remember you telling me that uh, that was a hard answer to get out of Creator for the longest time. (laughs) Well, it's people you know, can take math to an extreme, and it can be a kind of discouragement. So the, I've been playing a sort of a numbers game with, with the divine realm for a while, and they don't give you information until you're wise enough to use it wisely. Yes. And not go off the deep end and not misinterpret even what they're telling you, which can happen. Yes. People, as we know, they can hear the exact same words and come away with the opposite sense of what's being conveyed to person A, you know, and this is the way the human minds vary. Indeed. One last question. Uh, What else can help us better understand and appreciate our relationship with the angels? 
All right. And Creator says, the greatest thing to keep in mind here is the reality of the divine as a starting point and the most important awareness one can have as a human being. Humans are naturally preoccupied with what is available to them through their physical senses informing them about the current status of things, where they are, what is happening, where they've just been, how they're feeling in the moment, what is expected of them, what do they need most to do next, all the practical circumstances and decisions that are needed to carry out life day by day. The need to understand and believe in the existence of the divine is paramount for the soul's progress and for a successful life journey that will result in gains rather than losses. This is the responsibility of each person to cultivate, to be open to learning about the divine, to embracing it in all its forms, and to participate with divine interaction as a bringer of light and a creator of love energy to dispense to everything around you. Awareness of the divine and the divine purpose behind everything and an understanding of the magnificent future potential for the divine human can go a long way to assist each person in making the best possible choices for how they spend their time and what they devote their energies to accomplish so that each life lived will make a mark, will contribute to the whole and will advance themselves and others as well. You are all here to serve the cause of the light. And awareness of the angelics is a bridge to the awareness and higher purpose of creator and wanting this divine manifestation to be successful. The angelics are eager to help. It is their reason for being. They are here to serve, but can only do so when requested. For many, it is easier to turn to the angelics than to creator to request something directly to serve the self. And this is a carryover from many generations of religious instruction intended to diminish human and to disempower by making people feel subordinate and unworthy of divine attention. The angelics feel more accessible to many, many humans. And this can be a useful starting point and a bridge to embracing of the divine as an aspect of their life experience. This can work wonders and will be a great benefit for the duration of their lifetime because it opens many doors rather than closing them. This is what happens to the non-believer. They become cut off from the many possibilities and will be truly on their own and have only their own energy to carry them forward. If they stumble, the consequences will be worse because healing is not open to them other than a rudimentary support for life. Beyond that, their happiness and success are very much in doubt. If you know the angels are there and are available to you to call upon, you can certainly do so. And if you make a prayer request to angels and creator to have protection and healing ongoing, support and inspiration and guidance, all in your spirit team can participate as a function of your direct request for assistance in all ways. And this will truly be giving you every advantage to have a life of purpose, live successfully with happiness and joy. Carl, we're out of time. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Get Wisdom. We'll see you next week with some more divine wisdom. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 